Welcome to the Hall of Heroes podcast with your hosts, Jared Bachman Stubbs and Spencer Simpson. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie? Empire Strikes Back? Jesus, Tony, how old is this guy? I don't know, I didn't carbon date him, he's on the young side. Fuck Batman. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Lobo. Oh, it's on. <laughs> Let the good times roll. And welcome everyone back to the Hall of Heroes podcast. I am your host, Jared Bachman Stubbs, and joining me this week is one Travis Grossman, who's afraid of me continuing to do a George R. Banks impression. Don't, don't even talk about it. I don't want you to talk about it. <laughs> just stop, please. I'm begging um, you. Spencer joined us for Dubac discussion, but he just moved back into Grove City, so, uh, so he's doing a, he's taking a knee for now. Um, depending on what d23 looks like next week we will either have a news rundown from d23 or a review of the boys so depending on how much marvel stuff we get from d23 uh we'll follow that accordingly but until then honestly like that just makes me want to not have a lot of news then out of d23 so that we can just talk boys for two hours exactly yeah i want to do a review of the boys as soon as we can um but with that (laughs) Travis, Oof. how was your week, buddy? Oh, my week was um, pretty uneventful. Got to watch Batman Hush. Yeah, you did not, unfortunately. Uh, as I as I just told you, the best way I can explain this animated feature would be to say that they took the intensive chess match of Batman Hush the comic and stripped it into being a decently intensive game of checkers <laughs> and that's not to discredit the movie i think the movie is excellent and a very well-contained story that focuses on the on a key aspect that is like a, a now key aspect of batman's role in the universe which is his relationship with catwoman um but they were missing just like and, and i think if this movie released as its own entity outside of an animated universe that exists already, I would be more disappointed because this universe does not contain Jason Todd and no longer has a Rachel Ghoul, who are both key elements in yeah. Batman Hush. So with those missing, you have to do some cuts here and there and rework some stuff and it works like it, it works in this universe and it, it still makes an enjoyable watch. Uh, but I, I would like at some point a big, Two and a half hour epic. That's just Batman Hush. Agreed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, Jared, in particular. So I also have a story, uh, adventures. I don't. Back- I'll say this much. Okay. I'm not going to say what I know. I know that something is very different. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know how it's different. I know that it is different. Yeah, you, that's what I. That's what I went in knowing. I had seen, you know. Spoilers for comics, Batman Hush. I had seen Tommy Heliot is not Hush in this movie. And yeah, that's which, what I know. I, do, I, I don't know who, who Hush is. I, I just know that it's not Tommy Elliot. And it's... It's... 
It makes sense. Okay, that's good. Because it keeps a couple core scenes. I, you'll watch it eventually. Yeah, I'll get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see it. Um, get but a it's to if you it. get a chance, watch it. It's enjoy. It's an enjoyable watch. Um, Tales from the Walmart back room from Latro <laughs> Walmart. Um, I unload our general merchandise trucks. I was like grand merchandise. Very grand. Um, I load those trucks in the afternoon, and then in the evening we take what we stacked on pallets and roll it out into the floor so overnight can stock it. And last night we finished pulling pallets out, and we're in the back room. It's me and my my boy Tyler, and Tyler, uh, we're we're trying to kill time, and Tyler finds this roll of tape hooked onto a pallet, and says, "Hey, I got an idea," and he takes the tape. Runs over and there's like the these two you know the big double doors you know what I'm talking about that yeah, like yeah. clearly lead to the back of the store that customers aren't allowed in. And he takes the tape and he just because it's like tape and then there's the we call it the steel and it's like the racks that we just put all the overstock and extra stuff on, and they jut out by about a foot. And he just ran a couple you know big things of masking tape over that. So it's like you would open the doors and just hit it immediately. <laughs> and, you know, we're sitting there like, you know, with our luck, the overnight assistant manager is going to hit this. Yeah, it'll be fine. We don't have to worry about it. And we go back out. We're, we're stalking in the same aisle. And our supervisor, who we're very good friends with, comes up. And he's just giving us the stink eye. He's like, you, you fuckers know why I'm here. And we're like, what? What? What, what's wrong? Is it something that, like, is the frozen dairy truck here? Do we got to go, like, unload another truck? And he's like, what did you do in GM receiving? Who did we hit? Nothing. <laughs> I, I ain't no stool pigeon. <laughs> uh, we both immediately broke. Like, we weren't going to lie about it. He knew it was us. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> We were just like, okay, just tell us what the damage is. Who did we hit? And he's like... You got Sandy. Sandy's our overnight manager. <laughs> so. Well done. You know, that was. Was that a write up? Dude. I. The, I should be fired from that place by now. Like, in all honesty, I don't do anything. I almost spit on the soundboard <laughs> for those of you at home. Like, I show up and I don't do anything. They pay me to stand there most of the time. And. Like, I don't know how I still have a job. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> but I'll take it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate that job. But I'll take it. How was your week, Jared? <laughs> My week was fairly uneventful. I didn't attack any of any, uh, anybody I work for. Um, like I said, I saw Greece yesterday at the time of this recording on Monday of this week. Um, very good show at the guy. Or it's the same uh, theater that I'm doing Guys and Dolls at. Very excited for that. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much it. Great uh, performances in Greece all around. Can't hype up uh, the stuff that happens at the Geyer Performing Arts Center enough. With that... Wow, you're such a shill. I am a shill. Every, I, I, look, if I have any type of loyalty to any group or company, I'm like... I'm bleeding for that company, man. I'm, 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 I'm killing. I'm like... I show for Dubak and the guy or the like, like I work for Vought. Okay. Deep cut. Deep cut. Deep cut for, sh for the show that we are all very excited to talk about. 
Um, who's going first again? Uh, you, I think. Me? All right. So, hopping right into the news. Uh, Tom Hiddleston reveals Loki to be six hours long and teases foes like the witch, like of which he has never seen. Uh, this is reported from Collider by one Vinny uh, Mancuso. One of the more deviously intriguing projects in Marvel's Phase 4 future is Loki. The Disney Plus streaming series stars Tom Hiddleston as uh, the titular trickster god uh, at San Diego Comic-Con. The studio confirmed the show would, in fact, pick up right after Loki's theft of the Tesseract in Avengers Endgame and follow the much-beloved deity through time, including at some point 1975. Now, thanks to an interview Hiddleston sat down for with MTV News, we know that the first season of the Century's Hopping Adventures will consist of six episodes. Hiddleston casually mentioned the episode count, while uh, opining on the chance to play the character who first debuted in 2011, and Hiddleston thought he was done playing him as far back as Thor the Dark World. For another six hours, the actor also noted there'd be humor throughout the series. Uh, was that unsur- unsurprising when you have the Rick and Morty alum, uh, Michael Waldron, running the show, and that Loki starts the story in the villainous headspace he was in during Joss Whedon's Avengers before being presented with an entirely new evolution. That's been the most interesting part of the process, it Olsen says, essentially taking a character uh, he's put through an, an arc over nearly a decade and morphing him all over again. That challenge apparently involves some formidable opponents. And then this is the direct quote from Hiddleston in the MTV interview. I feel like I know him. I've been playing him for 10 years now, and that's crazy to me. By the time it's out, I'll be 40. When I was cast, I was 29, which is a great chunk of my life. But the point is, there's a sense of, I know this character now. I know. I feel the audience knows him. Playing him and playing him truthfully, but presenting him with the new challenges, which then have to change him in different ways in the most exciting aspect of it. Uh... You have his specific gifts, his intelligence, his treachery, his mischief, his magic, and then seeing him come up against more formidable foes, the like of which he has never seen or known. So, yeah. That is lots of fun. I'm very excited for this show. I know um, if we had Spencer here, we'd we'd be making the joke already of, you know, we don't want the show to be Loki did Titanic. I know that's exactly what that's, you want the show to be, listen, Travis. Listen, I want nothing more. And telling a, I feel like it wouldn't just be like, especially as short as six episodes. Yeah, it wouldn't be you know episode misadventure episode. It would be one massive. Exactly, that's what I want. Yeah, and that and yeah, like when we didn't know how long the season yeah. was going to be. It had the opportunity to to be, what if Doctor Who was an asshole? I think you mean Doctor Who. Yeah. Well, I you know, but like, what if, what if the Doctor instead of like, hey, we're gonna watch history happen, went, hey, what if history happened and it was worse? What if I did it? What if I did it? What if I flew the planes? <laughs> Alrighty, <laughs> and we're off. You're feeling really comfy about this job, aren't you? You've been getting Maybe. more and more ambitious with what you've been saying as the weeks go on. I'm surprised. Started with like what? Three, four Trump jokes last week? 
I'm surprised you haven't sent me home yet. Oh man, that's <laughs> that was a lot. Um, we're gonna think about whether or not we keep that in the show as we go on, um, because wow, wowza. I'm gonna consult TJ on that one. <laughs> Do we keep in the 9/11 joke? Um, but no, I with with that runtime of six episodes, it cuts down on the opportunity to do that kind of like, uh, what if Doctor Who was an asshole? Yeah. Um, we're keeping it. Um, <laughs> so you, you have to, you have to sign off on that. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> I wouldn't um, have said it if I didn't. I know. Um, I know this is exciting. I don't know where exactly they're going to go with this for villains. Um, it, it's weird calling an antagonist for the show a villain because we have a villain as Loki, you know? Yeah. Like, but whatever. I mean, like, Venom exists. Uh, yeah. It, oh, like, who's worse, Venom or... Fuck, who did Riz Ahmed play? Riot? Yeah, it was Riot. How did I know that? Yeah, you didn't fucking see the movie. <laughs> I did. How did I know that? Um... um but yeah, that was weird. The simultaneous um at the same pitch. That was kind of freaky. We are linked, brother. <laughs> Join the hive. Our, our force bond is powerful. Um, it's the, we're, we're the real Raylo. <laughs> oh, man. This, this is going to be a shit posty episode. I can tell already. Uh, and it's yeah. a long one, too. Yeah, it's going to be a long one. I apologize in advance. Um, you're up. Uh, we're still on Collider. Uh, yeah, we got same, a couple Same stories. dude, too, Vinny. Vinny, you're getting some love today. Yeah. Black Panther 2, Martin Freeman confirms the return of Everett Ross. We've got a lot of ground, space, and light years to cover before Marvel releases a sequel to Black Panther. The film wasn't part of Kevin Feige's stacked Phase 4 announcement at San Diego Comic-Con, but... Given the fact that the first Black Panther made a cool $1.3 billion worldwide, and considering Feige's cheeky comments at the end of SDCC, a return trip to Wakanda with Chadwick Boseman's T'Challa is pretty much a given. And apparently Martin Freeman's CIA agent Everett Ross will once again be along for the ride. Speaking to the actor from the, about the film Ode to Joy, Collider's Christina Radish asked Freeman if he, he'll be returning for any MCU films in the future, and the actor singled out Black Panther 2. As far as I know, I will be returning, Freeman said. As far as I know, I will be in another Black Panther. That's my understanding. As to when that will happen, I don't know. Black, Ma Black Panther writer-director Ryan Coogler expected to return for Black Panther 2, but again, the sequel wasn't one of the projects Marvel touched on at Comic-Con. Um, I, th I don't know if we covered it on the show, like since I've been on, but Ryan Coogler is in talks to, I think, I think we did talk about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, Coogler has said he's just, he, like, he's sitting down now to hash out a script for the sequel. Yeah. Um, our last reporting on it. Yeah. But this is exciting. I, I like Martin Freeman and most, and pretty much everything he's in. I'm a big fan of his. I like Everett Ross as a character. I really enjoyed him in Black Panther in particular. So this is exciting to know that as as far as he's aware, he's on the project. Yeah. Yeah. Know. I mean, it's, you know, it's exciting. He's been a lot of fun. I mean, it's going to be disappointing, like we said last week, to be without one Ulysses Claw. 
Baby, don't hurt me. No more. I'm so, I am genuinely surprised they killed him off, but. Right? I forget that, like, they just murked him. They, I mean. Kevin Feige fired. (laughs) Kathleen Kennedy fired. Because, (laughs) because Andy Serkis couldn't catch a break that year. Uh, Yeah, thoughts on. Martin I'm Freeman. excited. Oh, Martin, I love Martin Freeman, so I'm happy like, to see him. Uh, Jiffy, is there anything else other than we want Black Panther two? Yeah, Panther exactly. one is good. Yeah, like, Black Panther one is a fantastic. Black film, Panther, and- nothing else. Finally, got me to watch the copy of Creed I bought a year before Black Panther came out, <laughs> and then never. <laughs> I didn't know. You did. I, great. I I picked up Creed at like a a used movie and game shop. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I heard this is really good. I like Michael B. Jordan. I'll check this out. Yeah. Never fucking watched it. And then, right? Is that so? That's I do funny. that a lot. And then That's hilarious. Black Panther came out. I fucking love Black Panther. And I was like, man, I need more Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler, like, yeah. he's my man. I love him. And then I looked him up and I'm like, I own one of his movies. I'm a, I'm a dingus. So, yeah, I watch sat Creed. Down and watch Creed, yeah. Watch Creed. Like Creed. Uh, bald my eyes out. I love You're a Rocky my- fan? Not even a bit. No. Uh, wow. I, not even, That's awesome. Not, I'm not super invested in the Rocky series, but the... <laughs> the Rocky Cinematic Universe. Yeah. The, <laughs> the RCU. <laughs> um, but watching the... Specifically the moment in the last fight. Hey, the, I, I'm a sucker for single-take action scenes. The single-take boxing matches. Yeah, the, the big circle shot yeah. around. Yeah. So good. But then on top of that... The um, Rocky, you know, with, you know, doing the, the whole shoulders thing with uh, Donnie and you showed me how to fight and I'll get in there and finish this. Like, I was just weeping. Like, this is beautiful. <laughs> and I love it. And he better win, I swear to God. And then uh, Creed 2 wasn't as good, but still a phenomenal movie. I really yeah. enjoyed Creed 2 as well. Yeah, like, I haven't hard. seen Creed 2 yet. It's- I've seen I've seen most of Creed 1. I've seen the fight scenes. Um, Creed 2 is very good. It, um, I enjoyed it at the same caliber, but not in the same way as Creed 1, if that Okay, makes sense. yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair. Um. Moving right along. along. Okay. We need to stop doing that. That's like the fifth time in one show. We are the same human, Jerry. Yeah, we're... <laughs> um. Okay, I'm gonna take this top one. Uh, and then you can talk about the... Or no, no, the top one is the one that you had. Okay. You want me to talk about it? The one that we got like 20 minutes before we started? Okay, we're, we're, we're just going to do these all in one shot. Okay. So this is the easy part to talk about. Um, This is Adam Chitwood rep- uh, reporting for Collider, uh, another Collider story, Um, just because they're a really good news source. Make them your homepage. No, make feedbackdiscussion.net your homepage. And keep a Collider tab open at all times. Um. It appears, uh, it was a story here from Adam Chitwood, Spider-Man Far From Home surpasses Skyfall as Sony's highest grossing film ever. It appears that the Marvel-Sony deal really did work wonders for the Spider-Man franchise. While 2017 Spider-Man Homecoming was a box office success, outgrossing every previous Spider-Man movie except for Spider-Man 3, this summer's sequel, Spider-Man Far From Home, is a genuine box office smash uh, to the tune of $1.109 billion worldwide. In fact, that figure is enough to make Far From Home the highest-grossing movie in Sony Pictures history, 
surpassing the $1.1 billion gross of the previous record holder, Skyfall. That's an impressive feat for one, uh, but one can't help but point out point to Avengers Endgame as a contributing factor to the Far From Home success. Sure, Tom Holland is adorable, and the John Hughes spin on the Peter Parker character makes these movies a delight, but the added interest from Far From Home, given that it was the first Marvel Cinematic Universe movie released after uh, Endgame, uh, brought a lot of physical, or previous, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, I don't know why I said physical, I don't know what the hell I saw in there that made Let's me say physical. Get physical. Physical. We're demonetized. Let's get... <laughs> But yeah, um, obviously, you know, Endgame had a little bit of a help in popping oh, yeah. the box office for Far From Home, but Spider-Man's one of the most bankable characters ever. The, yeah, the the storm of it's Spider-Man with how the hell do they follow up Endgame? Yeah. Right? And not consider it a new phase, right? Like, yeah. Well, that's what threw me for a loop with Ant-Man, coming off the heels of Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it goes Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Civil War. Like, oh, shit. But, mm. yeah, there you go. This is not a surprise in the slightest, and I think it just, like, if it wasn't already rock solid, this deal's going to keep going. Yeah. Like, Maybe unquestionably. Maybe to pull it out. Unquestionably, through the life of the MCU, I think they'd, on either end, it would be so obscene for either one, just, unless, of course, Sony just, or not Sony, uh, Marvel just fully somehow got the rights back, but they yeah. won't. Um, Sony would be an idiot to break this deal off in any way, or try to like do it on their own because they'd fuck it up. Exactly. Like, they, no, it would, it would, it would catch on fire and instantly. One hundred percent. In the same vein, uh this. I have a lot of fucking opinions about this. This is fucking dumb. I think I just opened it even though I already had it open. I did. I'm a dummy. I don't like this at all, Travis. I I agree. I don't want this to become a trend, Travis. <laughs> CBR reports, Spider-Man Far From Home re-release will include deleted scenes. After Marvel Studios found success with sending Avengers Endgame back back to theaters in quotes. <laughs> Didn't fucking leave. I'm pretty sure it's still in theaters right now, and it's on home release. Can we fact check that? Yeah, live? you keep talking. I'm going to pull up the AMC okay. app. Uh, but, but, open my tabs, damn it. Um, <laughs> Sony Pictures may be following the same strategy with Spider-Man Far From Home. News reports suggest Spider-Man Far From Home will land back in theaters later this month, with its second run also including extra deleted scenes originally cut from its theatrical release. Okay, surprisingly, it's not still there, but Far From Home still is. Yeah. Continue. Uh, Discussing film reports that the site confirmed the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming will be released to capitalize on Labor Day weekend from August 30th to September 5th, the theory is the re-release is planned to help the film cross $400 million at the domestic box office, similar to Avengers Endgame trying to uh, beat out Avatar. Whereas Endgame only added one extra deleted scene in its re-release, Spider-Man Far From Home is reportedly including multiple deleted scenes. Some of the possible scenes are Peter Parker's short film covering his passport adventure, the selling of his Star Wars toys, and a fight with the Mafia. Okay, so we talked about the Mafia fight being yeah, cut. Hopefully they say it's the Magia, which I would really appreciate yeah. them doing, like, including the Magia right. crime family. Uh, I don't want to see him sell his fucking Star Wars toys. 
I think that would be like as a way to fund his trip or whatever. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see him sell that sexy tie advanced. I don't want to see him sell Vader's tie fighter. I don't want to see you break down like a three-year-old in the theater. I want to cry harder over him selling that Kenner-era tie advanced more than when Tony died. I Yeah, I believe it. Knowing you, I believe it. Like, I would, I would fight to the death to own one of those. Um... That said, I know that there are some people out there who don't much care for the MCU interpretation of Spider-Man. Um, you and I have both talked about how much we respect High Top Films um, and like his content, um, but I know I, I at least could not disagree with him more when it comes to his takes on the MCU. Uh, love the guy's work, respect his content, but couldn't disagree with him more. I know that he mentioned before, like, you know, you don't see Peter often having financial problems in these movies, the way he did in the Raimi movies. So, who knows, this might appeal to his sensibilities and those of uh, the, the people out there who are not overly fond of Tom Holland as Spider-Man, even though I could not disagree with you anymore. I fucking hate this so much. The precedent this is setting is A, bad for our wallets. B, Tacky. Yeah. Like, I'm, and again, like, like they said, they, it's capitalizing on a holiday weekend, trying to cross the threshold at the domestic box office. But like, you can make that excuse for any movie moving forward, right? Yeah. Because it, you're dumb if you don't release your movies around holiday time in some regard, right? Yeah. So. I mean, granted, we're not going to know if this is going to become a thing until Black Widow or Star yeah. Wars, you know, either way. But here's my thing. With Star Wars is different. You can do a re-release for Star Wars feasibly. Like, you can, like, have – there's an excuse built into Star Wars because it's Star Wars. Endgame had an excuse, too. Yeah. You know, like, it's I... directly competing with Avatar. So if we're going to have this box office dick measuring contest – you have the excuse of how many times did Avatar but, re-release. Exactly. You also have the fact that Avengers Endgame is an event film. Every Marvel movie is an event film, but this is literally like a comic the, book event. Yeah. Like, this is the culmination of 10 years of cinema. You could feasibly do a version of The Rise of Skywalker that has, like, something special about it to warrant putting it back in theaters. I still think it's a slippery slope. I, I totally agree it's a slippery slope. However, certain movies have a better case to do it for. I don't think Spider-Man Far From Home meets, like, my own loose mental criteria for we can reasonably put this back in theaters. And here's and this is the reason why it frustrates me, that I am almost certain this was premeditated. Yeah. That those scenes of him fighting the mafiosos in the trailer, pre-rendered, VFX completely finished... Are there to sell the re-release? Uh huh. And the people went, "Where the fuck was the scene fighting of him fighting the mafia guys?" Like, I think Endgame may have been premeditated a little bit. I would agree if it wasn't if the scene A was patched into where it was supposed to be, and B was fit was finished. Yeah, and I, I, I think there's yeah. a little bit. I think there's like I think there, there was a debate there. So there also was footage that was in the trailers that wasn't in the movie. 
there's only a couple scenes, but like there's Widow oh, in yeah. the firing range. Yeah, the, the meme. <laughs> yeah, the of her like shooting the gun. Um, trying to go fight a titan. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go shoot this piece of paper. Um, but I don't know. I I do think that like Disney was like had that locked and loaded, ready to go, and be like, if this doesn't beat Avatar within a month, we're going back in with a quote-unquote re-release. Yeah. And again, I'm a motherfucker who paid for that ticket. And I know I am feeding a very evil machine, but I host this podcast, so I have to. And I have my evil free Disney poster upstairs to prove it. Um, yeah, I don't like this. I really hope this does not become a regular thing. Yeah. Could not agree more with that. It makes me so angry, and I know Spencer said that this pissed him off royally right before he hopped off. You heard that too, right? Where's Cookie Cot? <laughs> Jared? You're bumping something, right? I think you're bumping something. What moaned? <laughs> Hi, ghosts. <laughs> not, not, not. This is what happens when you have me on the show. It was the metal thing in the, yeah. in the, in the yeah. thing, right? It was 100%. Yeah, it, it was. was, the, it was no, 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 no. Like the little thing in the clamp that moaned, right? No. I'm making a whole lot of noise for you guys. This is some ASMR now. I think one of our springs on the boom arm, like, right? Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm Does that really freak me out a lot? Uh, I love love that you think all ghosts are hostile. I just don't like surprise cameos (laughs) in my life (laughs) from those in the netherworld. Man, shout out to my my old roommate Trey. Convinced me my first apartment was haunted for like a month, um, and then I realized I was being stupid and letting him be the last one in any room, you know. <laughs> but yeah, like I just kind of got used to the fact that like yeah, there are ghosts around, but they're not they're not doing anything to harm me. They're not breaking my shit, so it's fine. Uh, I don't. Cookie Cop can fuck off though. Yeah, Cookie Cop can go straight to hell. Where he came from. That's gonna be that's gonna be a movie soon. Yeah. Cookie Cop goes to hell. Make it happen. <laughs> Do like posters and everything to be very Jason goes, goes to, to hell. hell. So like you yeah. get crossover there, like Hall of Heroes meets Gore and more. Moving on. Hall of Gore. Um another Spider Man related story. Um uh, Sony bought Insomniac. That fucking happened. Big dick energy. So, uh, reading here from Kotaku, um, Sony has purchased a California-based studio in Somniac Games, best known for their last uh, last year's massive hit, uh, Marvel's Spider-Man. Um, Insomniac will become an exclusive PlayStation developer, Sony says. Uh, and the rest of this goes into the history of Insomniac, founded in 1994. Uh, remained independent for 25 years, working largely with Sony on series like Ratchet and Clack, Clack, Clank, and Resistance. <laughs> Ratchet, and, Ratchet and Clack, you heard it here first. 
tell them slap happy and tired. Uh, but also with uh, big game companies like Microsoft, which published the colorful open world game Sunset Overdrive, unlikely to get a sequel anytime soon. So there was always the talk, and that's all that really matters for this story, that like maybe Spider-Man might get an Xbox port, which I was praying for. Because you own an Xbox. As an Xbox guy. I, I mooch off my brother's PlayStation um, to share play uh, Spider-Man with my one friend and... Uh, whenever she's like, I don't want to fucking like, I I want to watch a fucking movie. I'm gonna throw you the reins here. Um, make it pretty, make it look like a movie. Um, so like, I don't, I don't, I have access to these games. Inevitably, when the sequel comes around, but yeah, that's a big move. We're hoping doing- the sequel stays on PS4 and not. I haven't kept up with any news on a PlayStation Five. I. Well, I don't. I think it'll probably come out at a time reasonable enough to do like the whole. Like I think, whatever they do for the second Spider-Man game, will be that like cross-platform game where it's like coming out at the right time to be like, okay, it'll be on both PS4 and PlayStation Five, but the PS4 version won't be good. <laughs> oh man, it'll be good. It'll Any, be anytime I've had that experience. Slightly less pretty. It, less pretty, drop frames. I don't know. I've never had a good experience with a game that launches on two different generations of console. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's fair, but I don't think it's going um, difference to be that bad. I'm not going to hold my breath, but anyway. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, this was by far my favorite game of last year. Like, not even a question. And the fact that Sony went all in on this, having, you know, one of their flagship um, exclusive series, I forgot the word exclusive, was part of the English <laughs> lexicon for a minute. <laughs> the uh, English lexicon? I like how you made up for forgetting exclusive for jumping to fucking lexicon. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> balanced as all things should be. Yeah, there it is. Um, but, you know, with having Ratchet and Clank be a hit, be a hit for so long, and to have Spider-Man just be a slam dunk, it makes sense, Sony, to just go, hey, you want to just make games for us now? Like, you want to be part of the corporate machine? Now, here's, here's, here's what frightens me, though. Is that we might get a situation like with EA in the way that they've swallowed up a bunch of different studios here and there. And like, you know, like they, they, they consumed dice, they consumed capital games. They consumed all of these different Travis is dry heaving. at the I hate EA so much. I don't blame you. Um, I, 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 I am slightly nervous that we might fall into like the same, like EA is just, or like Sony is just going to have like dig its claws in. And it's going to be one of those situations of like, we just want this name. Like we just want to say this is a this is an insomniac produced game. game when in reality it's just Sony, yeah, throwing wet socks on a brick wall, you know. I got you. I mean, if they were mass buying studios, which as far as I know they're not, they um, can't afford to. But. Yeah, but I think th- this move makes sense with how well Spider Man did. Yeah, slash is doing. And uh, 
hopefully soon we get news about a Spider-Man 2, then officially in development. Because your boy needs some Miles Morales action in his life. Yes. I want to see that game's take on Green Goblin and Venom so badly. Yes. Like it. Yes, yes, yes. I talk of, I, Doc Ock is my favorite Spider-Man villain. And for years I went back and forth and back and forth on, you know, as a, as a young lad who was easily impressed by Venom, Venom and Green Goblin. And as I got older, was able to appreciate how, like, emotionally wrought most Green Goblin stories are. And then as I got older, I was like, oh man, but Doc Ock is just so fucking great as a character. And like this, this game was like everything that I love about Otto Octavius as a character. And absolutely hit it out of the park. Like I, one of my biggest gripes with this game was the fact that they didn't put a superior Spider-Man suit in there. Just because like with how good Ock is realized in the game. Like, it made me upset that they didn't put, like, oh, hey, by the way, here's what happens when Doc Ock becomes Spider-Man. So it would have been so great with the arms power. I, I digress. But, yeah, um, Spider-Man 2 is the guarantee at this point. Um, if it wasn't already, it's... Because I, like, the Arkham series is probably my favorite, like, main console series of games ever made. And so... When they announced Spider-Man and showed off Spider-Man, and everyone said it's an Arkham clone, I was like, "Thank God, I need more Arkham in my life." Yeah, I, I'm just totally okay with that. I, I think <clears throat> Arkham revolutionized that kind of combat. Like, I don't, I don't think. I think to call it an Arkham clone is to call any car a Ford clone. Like when you figure out what works, it works. Yeah, and I mean. The same thing was said about the combat in Shadow of Mordor, um, other games. Yeah. Like, especially at the time, movie tie-in superhero games all went, oh, that worked, we're just going to do yeah. that combat. I remember that shitty Captain America yeah. tie-in game, like, had a very, like, it wasn't as clean and refined as, like, the Arkham games, but it was, it was still, the same like, combat style. it was that tempo, like, yeah. surprisingly, you're better off if you get sworn. If you're good at this and you have your rhythm, you're good at like yeah counter knockout, counter knockout, counter knockout, counter knockout. Um, you know, it was the way Spider Man. This game, you can play it as a straight up brawler. I know I am a gadget wonk, so I very much enjoy like you know. Okay, I'll backflip out of your way. I'll kick you in the face. I'm gonna impact web you. Backflip, punch, 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 punch. Web bomb, like shockwave. You know, like I. I like do I like how diverse you can make your combat in these games. So, you know, here's waiting for another one. Uh, please. Moving right along. Yeah, you have the Joker story. Yeah. Joaquin Jack of Wine Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix Joker laugh was inspired by a real life neurological disorder. I've seen this one a lot recently. Yeah. Well, I like the quote that uh, Todd Phillips has, because it sounds like he hit a blunt right before he said it. Uh, Let me get in that zone then. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to wait till the quote. During the Suicide Squad Joker days, just three years ago, the Joker... The Jokers start coming and they don't stop coming. That's not one of my add-ins for once. (laughs) Entertainment headlines were full of Jared Leto's method stunts that weren't funny. 
I'll say it right now. <laughs> that was one of the biggest critiques. Like, whenever people started hearing about this, like, the Joker wouldn't think that was funny. That's not even my problem with it. Like, it's oh, just no, like, I agree with you. I'm just yeah. saying, like, you also have, like, the meta of, like, like this is just gross. Joker wouldn't have laughed at that. That was just yeah. dumb. That was dumb and weird. It's funny that, sidebar, I, like I said, I'm rewatching Young Justice for the upteenth time, and they only have Joker in one episode out of that entire series. And he is so not good in that one episode that they decided to never put him in the series again. <laughs> you, do you remember the episode I'm talking about? Oh, vaguely. What season was it in? Season one, it's the Injustice League episode. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, all yeah. he does the whole time is make 14-year-old Joker-esque one-liners that you would see clipped as a quote on Facebook somewhere. Um... <laughs> Right, like, like I was watching it today before coming here, and I was just like, "This is so bad." Well, what do you say? Give me Fuck, I don't. Um, I've I've had like you do a good job multitasking. I've I've had practice juggling my multiple personalities. Um, yeah, that sounds the, like a Facebook T-shirt yeah, ad. Yeah, it sounds like you'd see a picture of Jared Leto's Joker with that quote attached to it. Um. Or Her like, Joker, his Harley. <laughs> um, there was one, like, a, a thing that he said a word that wasn't real and then looks down the barrel of the camera, quote-unquote, and says, I don't think that last one was a word. Sue me. And it's just like, why? Can you see if there's any clips? Because I don't remember this episode. Like, I remember that it exists, but I don't remember any of these oh, jokes. yeah. Um, do you want to start reading the story then while I do Yeah, I'll, I'll flip through the story while you do that. I don't know if I'll be able to find clean clips of it, though. That's the problem. Uh, we'll find out. So, yeah, uh, Jack O'Wine Finex, uh, his joke of neurological disease. It's uh, the only way you're allowed to say it. Uh, yeah, jokers start coming, they don't stop coming. Entertainment headlines are full of Jared Leto's method stunts. Uh, he never broke character throughout all of the filming. He sent Margot Robbie a love letter and a live rat, used condoms, anal beads, and a pig carcass to the rest of the cast. Um... Now we're closing in on a brand new Joker, Joaquin Phoenix's take on the character, which will debut with the Todd Phillips Joker flick in October. Uh, where did it go? Where did it go? I lost my place completely. Uh, and while there haven't been any reports of uh, <laughs> pyroflactics or animal carcasses, uh, Phoenix apparently put some real research into this role and used an actual medical condition as inspiration for his Joker. In an interview with Italian magazine newspaper, uh, Il Verne, Ver- uh, hold on, I can't read, I need new glasses. Il Verende, uh, ahead of the film's premiere at the Venice Film Festival, Phoenix revealed that he'd watched videos of people suffering from pathological laughter, a rare neurological disorder that causes sufferers to uncontrollably laugh, cry, or both. Sometimes seen to people who have multiple sclerosis or Parkinson's or have suffered strokes or traumatic brain injury. Phoenix's more restrained approach to the role, compared to Leto at least, is in keeping with what we know about the film so far. The stark trailer makes Joker seem more akin to the brutal, heartbreaking Logan than to the frothy superhero movies, and the project was reportedly inspired by Martin Scorsese's early films, and uh, Scorsese was initially slated to produce Joker but later left the film. I didn't follow anything from the comic books, which is my favorite part, which uh, people are going to be mad about. Philip stole Empire last month. We just wrote our own version 
of where a guy like Joker might come from. That's what's interesting to me. We're not even doing Joker, but the story of becoming Joker, it's about this man. Yeah, okay. I, when I read that, I thought like it, no, I mean, it was is about this man, break for ad, continue quote. And I got really confused when an ad ends on, it's about this man. It freaks us continue out. reading. Where is it? I can't find it. Somewhere else he also had a weird quote where he said something to the effect of, um, we didn't put, <laughs> he said, we didn't put the world, the Joker of the comics into our world. We put our world into the Joker. It's like, okay. Like, bro, you're tripping. Okay, Phillips. <laughs> okay, Todd. Okay, Todd. Chill, bro. I see you. I see you. Um, I can't find any clips. Uh, that I can tell, like, exactly what's going to be said uh, about Young Justice Joker. But the, yeah, it's, I it's love a mess. It. You guys can look it up for yourselves. Um, You want to actually try to pull this clip up on the computer so that we can get the video from Jason Momoa's Instagram up? Oh, yeah, sure. So we can hear him talking to... Are we just not going to talk about this Zach story, though? Or just, like... Oh, we're going to talk about it. No. I, I'm going to... Pe- are you telling me to get it up in advance? Like, are we yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Okay, because the Joker laugh thing is pretty cool. Yeah, oh, I love that. I love that. Right? It's like, okay, like I've said before, I'm aware of the fact that Suicide Squad is not a great film. I fucking love it, though. And not in a it's so good, it's bad kind of way. I'll be honest, I haven't watched it in its entirety since we saw it in theaters together. I, st- I fucking love it still. I don't... Here's my thing. I was able to go okay this isn't like the dc universe of how i understand it here just click the link in the show notes or unless did that take you there no uh you're right i'm just try the show note link okay oh it's okay i believe in you you're a brilliant man i love you um i i was very early on able to accept okay in this universe batman is a bloodthirsty murderer superman is kind of emo and the Joker is like a meth mouth gangbanger. Um, so this is something we have to live with. So taking all that in, and Harley Quinn dresses like legitimately just dresses like a stripper. Um, and it's very stripper-esque costume. Uh, no shade of the strippers or anybody who likes that version of Harley Quinn. I quite like it within that context of that universe. So I was into that version of the Joker. Because of the universe that surrounded him. And there was something that was like, okay, if this version of Batman is just straight up branding motherfuckers, sure, the Joker has face tats and shit. And, you know, oh, what do we have here? Like, you know, it's like, okay, I'll, I'll follow this. I like Jared Leto as the Joker. I don't, he's no Nick, I don't, I don't even want to say he's no Nicholson, he's no Ledger. They're different. Yeah. They're very different takes. They're written very differently. I don't think you can compare them. Clearly, Leto's version is borrowing things from Heath Ledger. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that that nasally voice right here works a lot better on screen, where in animation you want to do the Mark Hamill, he's coming from the throat, and it's very raspy like this. Well, you want that to do that. That was very good. I thank you, my friend. Um, well, like, like Mark Hamill's animated version, it works so well from yeah. the throat. But I don't know if talking like this in person on camera will work. So I like that, you know, how like, wow, I got these scars. Like, he, he like, like, it's that very nasally front yeah. of the mouth. Or like you have I want to know how I got these scars. Yeah, like you have that voice going. Where, My father <laughs> was a drinker. 
you exactly you like that, that there's something that works about that voice on camera for the joker so i don't blame jared leto bite like biting that voice a little bit he clearly oh, puts yeah, his I don't, spin on it like he, you know i he, didn't mind that at all yeah so i understand people's issues and obviously we had david ayer say before like maybe the face tattoos were stepped too far like mm, fucking maybe um but you know, I I look forward very much to what Todd Phillips is doing and Walking Phoenix. Like again, that trailer where he's like standing and like sitting in front of the mirror, like holding his lips up, and like that 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 laugh that he has a couple of times in the trailer, it's chilling, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. You know, very I much so. Whenever I was younger in high school, watching a lot of this stuff, you know, three four years ago, I was very like. If you're not going to take what was on the page and put it on screen, I don't fucking care. I'm appreciating Elseworlds stuff a lot more. With DC, though, I'm still like, there's a part of it that's still hurting that's like, I want to see. They, like, with Marvel, we're at the point now where they can do whatever it's they want. It's just comics on screen. Yeah. It's just comics on screen, and they're changing stuff that makes it easier to digest on screen. Yeah. And I, DC hasn't gotten even like produced that, that's a line now but like they haven't produced enough raw good material exactly like right we don't know what what the situation with the batman is we don't know what you know exactly how canon shazam is to the rest of the dceu even though it's not even the fucking name of it like i there's a part of me that really badly wishes there was more cohesion we don't know what the fuck's happening with birds of prey it's it's frustrating. Like I would like to see that all come together, but I'm gonna take this. Yeah, you know, like there's again, like the 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 nerd in me is like really nitpicking. Like I wanted the suit to be purple, not orange, and I want, you know, the makeup's a little John Wayne Gacy, but okay. Like there's a lot of concessions right. that like the comic purist and part of me has to make to be like, no, this is still gonna be really good. It doesn't matter if this doesn't look exactly how he looks in the fucking Arkham games or whatever. Yeah, and I think also there's still room that like he might end up in a purple suit. Yeah, you know that could still that very well makeup. Yeah, by the end he could he his so. skin could still get bleached and he could end up in a purple costume. Yeah, but but they're, what they're saying with like oh we're not doing the comic version like ah oh, damn it. But hey, it is what it is. If you give me good content, I'll be happy. But the nerd in me is going to nitpick that little bit on the air. Um, with that said, you have any further thoughts on that? No, I'm uh, I'm just pretty excited for this movie. I'm not gonna like stammer. I mean, I'm gonna go see it. I for this show, obviously, and I was gonna go see it regardless anyway, just like out of amazement that it happened. You know? Yeah. A- after several, yeah, with. That's a rumor post. It's not real comments. And now we've seen a trailer. We've, we keep yeah, seeing it's images. And it's a real movie. This was one of, I definitely say this is one of those ones that I was like, oh, yeah, sure, it'll happen. Yeah. Yeah, I like I was, you know, and then at the time there were like three Joker movies in development. Right. There was like Joker and Harley Quinn, Jared Leto Joker, and then Todd Phillips Walking Phoenix Joker. That I was like, okay, none of these are going to make it. Off the ground. Especially at the time where we, like, I just slammed that table. Yeah. Um, we were all at that point of, yeah, the DCEU is tanking and 
whatever's whatever's about to be done is what's gonna what we're gonna see and everything else is just gonna bite the bullet well, and be, there's a, that six months where there was like a new thing announced every fucking week where there was that like oh hey fucking blue beetle and booster gold and there's a fucking green lantern core and all this crazy shit like and we see what has made it somehow the harley quinn movie which got changed to gotham city sirens which then became harley quinn movie and a gotham city sirens movie has now become birds of prey <laughs> and neither of those movies exist and have become one movie that's going to be an interesting one to review that also point. that also seems to be a dc problem of just like hey wait we have like four scripts that kind of work together let's just <laughs> ooh, that was bad <laughs> somehow that didn't clip but your cough did but just let's take all of these and just slam them together and make them one big thing that doesn't work i didn't want to start over i just want i know i know it's greedy and like stupid. And I sound like such a rabid fucking fanboy when I'm like, I want a DC version of the MCU. God damn it, I want a DC version of the MCU. I, dude, I know. Like, I just, want it. I want it ju- just on the basis of I want people to respect DC for having such great characters and stories because, like, I kind of. I had my, oh shit, I'm a Superman fan moment. Yeah, a couple years ago, I also had my fuck man. I love DC moment. Yeah, a couple, not even a couple years ago, but like I just came around to realizing like as much as I'll hype up Marvel, DC is my first love and will always be my first love when yeah. it comes to comics. I did the same. I did the same exact thing when I was like a freshman in high school. It was like halfway through my freshman year. I was like, I I, I spent years doing the obligatory. You know, it was like that stupid fucking Jeff Dunham bit. Like, oh, Batman's just a rich kid with you know, yeah. who needs therapy. And Aquaman can talk to fish. And, oh, Superman's boring because he's white bread and has no weaknesses and all that stupid shit. You know, and I was like, I was being a dick about that kind of thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, the Dark Knight's good. But, like, you know, Batman's the only good DC character, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, just, just being an edgy kid who just, like, wanted to hate right. on something. Because yeah. everybody, everybody, like, fucking Arrow and shit. And I was like, I have to, I have to shit on DC now. Because Stephen Amell has a fucking six-pack and I'm annoyed by it. I'm going to take a dump all over this. And I'm like, oh, shit. I don't fucking like DC. Quit doing a salmon ladder make me wish I could do the salmon ladder. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, exactly. I'm like, oh, fuck off. And then I got into it. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, Batman is, like way more fascinating than I realized and you know eventually had my like you said like oh shit Superman is beautiful as a character so I want I want everybody to have that moment like I think I don't think Aquaman is as like easy to take the piss out of anymore after that movie yeah like you can still do and it it's very easy to but even people like but even like if now. you look back at the ju- like the Justice League cartoon you watch that man cut his arm off to save his child. That isn't the most badass shit you've ever seen in a fucking cartoon. I thought he was going to lose his arm in the movie. When? When he get he gets his arm scorched fighting Black Manta. I got gotcha. In Italy. Yeah. I yeah. I legit thought they were like, going to go hook hands. I I I leaned over. I was with Spencer, Joel, Alexis, and her friend Billy. I was like, I was like, they're going to do the hook hand. I like whispered, like they're going to do the hook hand. I was like, that's how they end this movie. Is they do they they get metal as fuck and take off his arm. I would love that. I, w- I want to see Jason Momoa as full on hook hand. 
He already has the long hair and the crazy beard. Like, just fucking go into it, man. Like, if we're going to do, like, this, like, over-the-top edginess, fucking cut his arm off, bro. And I I thought that was going to happen. Cut his arm off, bro. Cut his arm off. Fucking yeah, bro. Um, Fucking white claws. Um, But... I, I was wrong, obviously. He doesn't get his arm cut off, but I was like, I, I you thought. You were ready. I was like, it's gonna happen. <laughs> but fucking Mario, it's gonna happen. It's, it's gonna, gonna happen. happen. Bing, bing, wahoo. Bing, bing, wahoo. We're both Italian. We can both make those jokes. We're allowed to. Oh, just wait till you come to work for Walmart. You can call it a ravioli slurper. <laughs> it's better than a mouse fucker. <laughs> it's a step up from mouse fucker. I guess so. Um, yeah, we're both Italian. We can both call each other Dago on this show. Yes, we can. Um, so, okay. Speaking of Aquaman, actually, I didn't actually, <laughs> I didn't mean to make a great segue. I'm gonna swim right over here. Um, Jason Momoa last night on Instagram. I had just finished the final episode of The Boys. And I was getting ready to tuck in for the night, and I'm real quick flipping through the gram. Listen here, you son of a bitch! <laughs> this motherfucker tags me on Instagram. <laughs> At midnight. It's like 12.03. Yeah. And I hear the ding, and I'm like, this late at night, it's either some bullshit, like, spam email, or some, something important happened. <laughs> and I pick up my phone, and I see it's Instagram, and I'm like, that's weird. Jared tagged me. and it, That's weird. What What is this? And... <sighs> This is this is what I opened my phone to. This isn't what I opened. Do we want to do we want to play the video or read the caption? First? I'm I'm playing okay. the video. Here we go. Turn up. Turn up. Turn up. Okay. This is, <laughs> is Jason Momoa and Zack Snyder. To the world, There's two things that Zack has given me. Aside from friendship. One, him and Mark Twyke gave me a massive passion for shooting Micahs. Right? Oh, cool, yeah. Yeah, 100%. You shoot all your stuff on Micahs. That's the reason I've basically followed in your footsteps. Love it on every level, film, digital. Two, I wouldn't be here today in my career if it wasn't for him because he made our whole man. He gave me that opportunity. Call me in your office. Forever indebted to you, my family. You know that. Yes, I love you both. And so, um, this is just a token of my appreciation because I love you and I and I barely get to see you and, and we talk from afar. Embarrassing. But um, <laughs> but we will work together for the rest of our lives and your family. And so, close your eyes. Cover him or close him. I'm gonna cover him because I'm gonna pay. Okay. Open your eyes. There you go, boss. What? It's Q2. Oh, fuck. Brand new like a, oh, I just God. bought Zack Snyder a brand new Q2. What's up? Man, he's got tons of like it, so I'm like. I don't have this. I know. <laughs> I just got to get to, I just got to get you the, there's no card in it, but I mean, it's. Oh, my Lord. But it's a new Q2, man, and it's freaking epic. Oh, it's beautiful. Kidding me? I got, I got. So, so oh wait, b- before the Snyder cut jokes happen, I, we got to um, read the the comment because he doesn't mention the cut in the clip. He doesn't. I just want to say this before this addressing the clip. I take the piss out of Zack Snyder all the time. I will occasionally take the piss out of Jason Momoa just for I, lovingly for Jason Momoa. 
That was so fucking cute. Yes. It was so fucking precious. Like, Everything I've ever seen of Jason Momoa is just so fucking precious. Yeah, like, that's why that's why I make fun of Momoa. Yeah. I think Zack Snyder's movies can be slightly self-important sometimes. I think I think he can be kind of kind of pretentious as a filmmaker. You don't say. But again, he he's clearly a good dude. Yeah. You oh know? yeah. Like Zack Snyder, the man, art, seems like a good separating person. art from the man. I've never like. Yeah. Like I I'd love to like sit down and like hang out with Zack Snyder. He seems like a good person. I just, I don't, I think, I have gripes about his filmmaking, but this was so fucking precious. Travis, read the fucking caption. Well, let's be honest. If it wasn't for this, man, I read that wrong. (sighs) Well, let's be honest. If it wasn't for this man, we wouldn't have Aquaman. I love you, Zack Snyder. Mahalo of showing me the Snyder cut. Here is the token of my appreciation. Like a Q2 for inspiring me as an artist through and through. And then he adds, uh, like, his Instagram page. I wish I was a better actor, but I can't lie. The Snyder Cut is sick. Jason Momoa has seen the Snyder Cut, and you haven't. How does that make you feel? I'm okay with that. Yep. (laughs) Me too. Okay. We have a lot to unpack here. Okay, I just want to... I want to know how much of a Snyder Cut actually exists. Because, like, Kevin Smith said his whole thing. Yes. About, like, you know, there is a Snyder Cut, but, like, it's probably just a bunch of unfinished CGI and whatever. It's not a fully formed movie. How... how, What what, 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 what is Jason Bourne talking about? How's Snyder Cut sick? Like that? How's it sick with multiple eyes? If it's unfinished CGI. With, with multiple of every letter. <laughs> okay. Travis, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm kind of starting to become a Snyder cultist here. No. Like that. Jared, no. That's kind of winning me over a little bit. Like you're you're witnessing my fall to the dark side here. Don't turn might, heel on me, Jared. I might have to like unironically tweet out release the Snyder cut at some point in my life if this shit keeps happening. Remind me if I ever see that to put you out of your goddamn misery. <laughs> Betrayed like, to murder your father. <laughs> uh, I'm trying not to laugh so loud I clip, like, really hard. It's, I, I know, let it ha- that's what clip fix is for, but, like, I... There might actually fucking be a Snyder Cut, Travis. <laughs> I don't when, know, like... When? How? Whomst? Whomst it is? I mean... Oh god! I want. I, I'm tired of everybody who's talking about the Snyder Cut being so vague. Like it's. I saw there are a bunch of people who don't actually who 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 are who like from sources close to my asshole. Right. Who steal you know sources right and up here. Yeah, you know. steal from Armin from Comic Book Cast that clever quip he had. I don't like. It's either that or the shit like this. I'm so curious. If I ever meet Momoa, if he ever comes to a con nearby, the first words any out of, of them, my mouth. Any of them. Any of them. Point. Because like, if Momoa's seen it, they almost know it's real. Right? Yeah, that's true. Let's hunt down Ben Affleck. <laughs> He's yeah, I'm sure alley. he wants to talk about fucking Batman anytime soon. Um, and the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Where is it, Ben? Ben, tell me where it is. Where's Martha? <laughs> that's... We we were wrong. Warner Brothers doesn't have a vault 
that has a, a USB stick titled Justice League the Snyder Cut. It just it's Project Martha. Project Martha. <laughs> <laughs> I would love oh my god, that's gonna be a T public shirt. Project Martha shirts. <laughs> It's it's gonna be a picture of a safe opened up with the thumb drive that says Project Martha. That's fucking gold. Oh my god. Okay, that's great. There might be a Snyder cut, Travis. I You keep saying it like you're trying to take me down with you, like you don't want to go down this path alone. I'm sorry, son, you're gonna go down until I see like Breaking from Warner Brothers. Special edition of Justice League with finished scenes originally directed by Zack Snyder. I will not in good conscience say there's a Snyder cut. I'm I'm not saying that there is like I don't here's my thing. I was I was perfectly resigned to like believe the Kevin Smith version. Yeah. Of exactly there's a movie that exists or that is not completely finished. Or like existed at one point. Yes. There was an idea. There was an idea that there would be a very self-important, pretentious version of the Justice League movie that maybe overdid it with the Christ imagery. And then this shit happened. And now I think there's like an actual fucking Snyder cut a little bit. Like, in the back of my mind, I'm wondering if there's like a finished fucking movie that Warner Brothers is sitting on. I'm not about to start harassing anybody on social media. Oh yeah, no. I'm not about I'm not about to buy I know you're bus not, advertisements or a plane or start handing out fucking pamphlets, which still, even if there is a Snyder cut, what the fuck? But motherfucker, if there's a Snyder cut. That'd be the funniest shit ever. What kind of eruption do you think you see from the people that bought bus ads and Dude, a plain banner? That's a level of vindication that, like, there would be entire people who who would need to retire from this shit. Like, we, I, I, we've made fun of so many fucking Snyder people, fucking Armin from Comic Book Cast, Weekly Planet. Like, there are so many people who cover this shit who would eat their words so hard. Again, us included. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, there's a part of me that's like, oh, goddamn, there might be a Snyder Cut. What if? If it's... What if, Travis? What if... Zack Snyder, if you're listening. (laughs) If you're... If this... If it's real. If you're not jerking my cock right now. At DarkJedi2552 on Twitter and Instagram, hit a motherfucker up, okay? Send us the link... I want an exclusive Hall of Heroes Ooh. review of the, the Snyder, Snyder cut. cut of Justice League. Jared, that would be magnificent. That was totally audible, but we'll cut it no, out. No, it wasn't. Shut yeah, up. it was. We'll cut it out if you want. I don't even want to. I want it to stay in. I don't want it to be a surprise. <laughs> if we get any new listeners, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's, uh as genius. I don't know. I, I, I'm still resigned to the Kevin Smith idea that it's... <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> that it's a bunch of unfinished scenes 
mashed together that's maybe still in a file on Zack Snyder's computer or something. Or, yeah, or, like, it's, like, on whatever giant editing bays that existed, like, a Warner Brothers yeah. studio. Because, like, like, I have to imagine that he had, you know, he had copies of the work at all times. Because otherwise, it, I would imagine it got destroyed. Right? Yeah. Like, in the... Once the final... Not even time. maliciously, just, okay, yeah, we don't need this like anymore. This, we can just shred this. Um, not to say it doesn't still... Because, like, cloud and hard drives and whatever. But, yeah. like the that compilation even to say that it got put together into a full movie of unedited scenes is a lot for me yeah agreed agreed that or it's a like it's just a fully finished movie and warner brothers decided for some dumb reason to pay more money to reshoot it in which case send me that link zach i'm begging you (laughs) oh man at least into the Jared. Yeah. So I'll watch it alone. And I'll just like... I mean, I'd watch it with you. Uh, no, I'll watch, like I'll lock myself... It'll be like... Oh, You ever seen yeah. the movie Fanboys? I watched it with you. Shit, you're right. It was after wa- the first Star yeah. Wars marathon. Yeah. I, wa- I watched it the first time here with you. Um, It'd be like Fanboys, where I'll like walk out of it by myself. And I'm just like, I can't tell you anything. And you just need to believe me when I tell you that what I just saw happened. That is so funny. Um, I gotta shout out my boy Mike Dueling for a sec. Oh no! I need to show you what this man just posted to Facebook. Oh, oh! I just saw it. You saw it? This is the this peak male physique. Yeah, this is what peak male performance looks like, and it's pictures of him from marching band camp, which I can't say I don't. Uh, what's the word? Identify with? Yeah, that's it. Because you know, you're looking at the University of Toledo 2016 march off champion. Congratulations. I probably shouldn't have won. Fight me. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know we were in the midst of a champion over here. I beat like two hundred and thirty other awkward college kids. See, there's like a really metal way you could describe that that is like a lie by omission, but somewhat accurate to just be like I was on an athletic field in a free for all style competition with upwards of two hundred other people in physical shape to be out in the sun for long extended periods of time and after an arduous battle of will I came out on top and the actual version of that is I played a massive game of marching band Simon Says with 230 (laughs) other mildly out of shape people mildly out of shape and won that's hilarious with that, I think that's all we have on our plate this week. Travis, where can the lovely people find you? Hey, you can find me on Twitter, at Travis Political, or on Instagram, at Grossman Travis. I'm too lazy to make those the same handle. Fuck you. <laughs> you guys can find me at DarkJedi2552 on Twitter and Instagram. You can find Dubak Discussion Network at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And be sure to like and follow all of those. Be sure to listen to all the other shows in the network. Uh, Do Back Discussion, our Star Wars podcast. Uh, check out Jerk the Curtain, our wrestling show. You don't need to fucking listen to Gore and More, but do check out Wicked Wednesday and Down the Rabbit Hole. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Well, uh, this is a little bit of a 
communique from the future or the past. The past for you, whenever you're listening, the future for uh, Monday night, Travis and I, and joined by Spencer because he could make it for this little mini session here. Um, yeah, sorry I couldn't make it for the last one, uh, but I'm glad to be on for this little snippet now. So, yep. Jared, take it away. Yeah, so <laughs> tra- tra- Travis and I tempted fate. Um <sighs> We said they'd be too stupid. They would. They couldn't be that stupid that they could ever let the deal fall through. And as many of you have probably heard, uh, the deal fell through. Sony um, and Marvel are no longer working together. For now, and then and they're still, still negotiating. Neg- still negotiating in quotes. The, and maybe this is fool's hope. As a hardcore Spider fan, there is still a chance that things pull through, but. Things don't look great. I'm going to read directly from the most recently updated article I think I have here. I also have Sony's uh, tweets in response to the situation. Yeah. Up whenever we want those. We can read those. So. Okay. So this is reporting uh, from IGN from Joseph Noop. Uh, this story has been updated uh, since the original publication. Blah, blah, blah. Spider-Man's future in the MCU remains in doubt due to a series of reports detailing a breakdown of negotiations between Sony Pictures and Disney Marvel, with the latest reports indicating that the two studios will no longer collaborate on any Spider-Man movies going forward. Fuck. Sony has placed the blame firmly at Marvel's doorstep, releasing an official statement saying that the studio is, is, quote, disappointed but respect Disney's decision to not have Kevin Feige continue as a lead producer of our next live-action Spider-Man film. Deadline first reported that Marvel will not produce any further Spider-Man films in the MCU due to an inability between Sony Pictures and Disney to reach new terms that would have given Disney a much larger co-financing, co-financing stake and a share of the profits on any Spider-Man films moving forward. Later, Variety reported that Sony and Marvel have reached an impasse in negotiations with a source indicating that, quote, a deal might still be reached between Disney and Sony, but there are no talks currently going on. A Hollywood reporter took a more uh, definitive stance, saying that Sony is set to part ways with Marvel Studios. The film's co-producer, The Hollywood Reporter, has confirmed. Uh, According to THR, Sony film chief Tom Rothman and Marvel president Kevin Feige have been talking for months. In the end, neither party was willing to cede enough ground to come to an agreement, leading to the breakup of the partnership and removal of Feige from his producing role in any Spider-Man movies moving forward. From Sony. While one source told IGN that negotiations are ongoing, a separate source indicated to IGN that Deadline's initial report is accurate and talks have stalled, which seems to have been confirmed by Variety and The Hollywood Reporter's reporting and Sony's subsequent statement. A dispute at the top levels of both companies has essentially resulted in Kevin Feige being nixed from future Spider-Man projects, according to Deadline's original report. Disney had allegedly asked for a 50-50 co-financing agreement between the two studios on future Spider-Man films. Again, according to Deadline sources, Sony turned that offer down. Sony proposed keeping the agreement similar to the terms that dictated the first two Spider-Man MCU flicks, such that Disney would only receive 5% of first dollar gross. Disney reportedly refused that deal if the two parties didn't return to the negotiating table at some time in the future. Tom Holland's Spider-Man is not expected to appear in any further MCU movies. Um, and then we have a definition here. 
First dollar gross is a practice in filmmaking finances that means uh, participant that a participant earns a percentage of the film's box office revenue on the first day of release. Stars like Leonardo DiCaprio use this practice on, except, on Inception, making more than double his usual rate as an actor because of the film's unexpected success. Uh, of course, Deadline's report may have been a purposeful leak due to uh, intended to rile up Marvel fans to try to force the two companies back to the bargaining table, given how beloved and seemingly integral Tom Holland's iteration of Spider-Man the MCU is, but it seems that neither Sony nor Marvel are currently willing to budge. Uh, Deadline sources told the, say that Disney CEO Bob Iger had spent several months attempting to broker a new agreement for continued Marvel and Sony partnership. Deadline sources also say that Sony has uh, reason that the studio will manage without Feige. So, uh, I'm going to pitch to you. Spencer, thoughts on this whole debacle? Um, I'm ticked, honestly. Um, I think that with a franchise as big as the Spider-Man franchise is, there's a lot at stake for both parties. And I think that as the, the rightful owners, Sony... You know, they reserve the right to choose when and where the characters make an appearance. Um, but, you know, to tell you the truth, I've seen the Tobey Maguire trilogy and I'm not a huge fan. He's my least favorite Spider-Man by far. Um, and that just didn't do it for me. Andrew Garfield, a bit different. Like it was it was more upbeat. It was more enjoyable, more relatable. Um but it still wasn't phenomenal. The only thing about Sony's involvement with the Spider-Man franchise that made it truly spectacular was the fact that Feige had his hand in this pie. It was like, I, I will say this over and over again. There's no way that a Spider-Man movie, even starring someone as great as Tom Holland, would be able to do as successfully as it has if it wasn't A, attached to the MCU and you know the the fan base that goes along with that and b isn't in the hands of some really careful and concerned and really valuable people like kevin feige and honestly i see why disney wants a little bit more because you know honestly it's 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 marvel studios with disney that is that has been making Spider-Man take off so much, as I said. And so I think they, they deserve a little bit more than, than what they've been getting. Um, I think a 50, 50 split is, you know, that's, that's a hard thing for, for Sony to swallow. And I get that. Um, but I think Sony needs to get their heads out of their butts and realize that, you know, even if they have Tom Holland come back for future movies, even possibly with, um, Tom Hardy as Venom, like I, it's not going to draw the same fan base. Yes, we're all still Marvel fans, but you know when a MCU movie X comes out, you know whatever it is, people are like, oh, I need to see this so I can stay in 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 the know, you know, with what's going on in the Infinity Saga or whatever. You know when Venom comes out, it's like, oh, it's just a another. I'll get to this spinoff. You know. Yeah. Um. You make a very good point, Spencer, a point that I've made uh, quite a few times here that – but that Sony frankly needs this deal. Um, Spider-Man was a dead franchise. We had Amazing Spider-Man 2 come out roughly, what, three, four weeks after Avengers Age of Ultron came out. It did make Avengers money. 
Far From Home and Homecoming made Avengers money because people care. Because it's not a crapshoot as to whether or not it's going to be good. We had the dumpster fire that was Venom in the same year that we had the masterpiece that is Into the Spider-Verse. It's a total crapshoot when it comes to Sony making these movies. That's not the case with Disney and the MCU. And don't get me wrong. like I, I made the joke a bunch of times on here. Disney, the giant evil mega corporation that it is, with all the you know uh, offensive amount of money in its pocketbook, the mouse, the mouse, the the notorious mouse. Do 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 they need any more money? No. But if we're being fair or being honest, Disney saved this dying franchise. Disney saved yeah. the Spider Man brand, and I think them just getting. Five percent of opening day box office is fucking bullshit. Like, I think that's fair. I think that's fair for them to go. You know what? No, we deserve a little bit more here. Maybe not fifty-fifty, which clearly I, Sony is squeamish at. I think the fifty-fifty deal was meant to be. You know, when you're negotiating, like your a price of a car, right? You shoot. Low, like lower than is absolutely reasonable, so that you end up at a reasonable price. Yeah, I think that yeah, was Disney. It's haggling, just yeah. basic haggling. Disney, Disney just said, "Hey, what if we uh, went fifty-fifty, hoping to shoot downwards of like maybe a seventy-thirty agreement?" Right. Yeah, which is fair. And again, like I, I the, the the worst, the worst aspects of each of these companies is on full display here. Like you have oh, Disney's yeah. hilarious greed. Yeah. Uh, it's and it was just when he was like the first day new and you were attacked by Ultron this time. Um you wanna run that back, Spencer? <laughs> what? You cut you hear me. Yeah, I can I can hear you now. You were cutting in and out there for a sec. Oh, uh, okay. Well, uh, but yeah, but yeah, but Disney's hilarious greed and Sony's hilarious stupidity with handling some of its IPs is on full display right now. I don't understand the they have. So Sony has said they they want to move forward with, quote unquote, the vision Feige had. Right, so like the two films they say they have lined up are going to be Tom Holland and John Watts, yeah, with the same ideas that have been presented. The problem is those ideas are so embedded in the MCU. I don't know how you how, yeah. how do you follow up Far From Home right? How now? do you without being able to talk about how do you Tony Stark, the Avengers, exactly. Thanos, the snap, the blip, just, whatever the fuck you want to call we, it. We just had two movies of Tony Stark-centric character arcs for him because Tony Stark's now his father figure. Yeah. How do you just go on without <laughs> mentioning any of that? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't understand that. Like, I, I do. You, like, what's your idea for two new movies with Holland? And do you fucking do you do Venom? Venom versus Spider-Man? Do we do Venom Lethal Protector? Like, is that what we're gonna try to do here? And like. You know, I I don't I don't know what the next step here is. I again, yes, Spencer. I was what what's honestly ticking me off more than anything else is the fact that not only is Sony too greedy to give Disney a little bit extra, 
like the the extra that they've earned that they deserve for bringing this franchise out of the freaking dirt. But not only that, but they are in their conscience willing to ride the shockwave of success that these movies have had just from touching the MCU and are trying to make two more movies with Tom Holland and Watts out of it without, you know, you know, it's just, it's appalling to me. Yeah. I think it's incredibly unfair. And again, like, you know, it's, it feels stupid, like arguing on behalf of Disney, <laughs> like, like they don't need a fucking help. Um, but in all fairness, like, no, they brought this franchise back to life and you, Travis, began to make an excellent point in the car and, you know, you stopped yourself because you're like, oh, nope, I'm not going to spoil this opinion. But what what point was I talking about? Lead me into you, it. You brought up Spider-Verse and then cut yourself off with and I, I knew where you were going with that. Because we were talking about. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> just like. It's apparent that Spider-Man can't – I almost don't want to say that it can't bring in the money, right? But without an MCU tie-in, it doesn't bring in the money. It doesn't make $1.1 billion. If it could, Spider-Verse would be the highest grossing Spider-Man film ever because yeah. it's, it's the best Spider-Man film ever without question. So to say that – for Sony to be so bold is to say now that we've had our highest grossing film of all time, we can do this again on our own when we've proven that we can't. Yeah. When we've proven that without this tie-in, we aren't going to make this money. How much of the marketing for Far From Home either has Iron Man or Nick Fury in it? They had to release a, a trailer <laughs> with Tom Holland having a clip at the beginning saying, hey – Go watch Avengers Endgame because there's spoilers in this trailer. Like, you had to advertise another movie in your trailer to make your trailer watchable. <laughs> that is the best point I've heard today. Like, yeah, it's really Think good. about that for a second and then tell me they can do this on their own. I it, it's, it, it's a remarkable amount of hubris. Um, I don't, I, I don't look forward. And again, this, this could blow over by the time that like we're due for Spider-Man homeless. Some, yeah, <laughs> that's what we're working on right now. Spider-Man homeless. Remember when that was the meme, when they announced the name far from home and everyone's yeah. like, oh, so next it's going to be Spider-Man homeless. And now it's, it's really Spider-Man homeless. Yeah. That's good. Spider-Man Marvel. <laughs> let me come home. Uh, I I don't feel so good, Mr. Feige. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Meme too. Yeah, if there's one bright spot from this, it's it's, 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 the, it's, it's the memes. The, the meme community really took off. My favorite was um this one that was like it was like going nuts. Where it was the ends. It was it was the final battle in Endgame, and it was like a bunch of like YouTubers and people like that with like their heads like photoshopped and like a bunch of the background characters. And like like the people who were behind the front line on the Avengers side, and then like when it cuts over to like Thanos's army, has a Sony logo over Thanos's face, um, and like one of the members of the Black Order had like a High Tops film logo on it. Um, they put the Venom movie over Corvus, or not over Corvus Glaive. Um, shit, who's the big one? Oh, I don't remember the big one's name. Corvus Glaive. 
Ebony Maw. Shit, shit, shit. I gotta think of this. Come on, we're doing trivia night. I need to know. Obsidian? I'll call Obsidian. Yes, yeah. thank you. This is why you need to come with us, Spencer. I need your help. <laughs> uh, make you a fake ID. Um, that's a joke. We're on the air. That's a joke. We're not going to make him a fake ID. I promise. That was a joke. Spencer has never touched alcohol before in his life. Never. Never, ever. Um, Waiter, I'll have two root beers, please. <laughs> Man. Uh, even in the special report, there's no hello references. Um <laughs> But it was like um, it was like Sony on Thanos, high top films. It was might have been Ebony Marr, just generally yeah. a part of the army. Um, they put like the Venom logo over Call Obsidian, and then Captain America was Kevin Feige, <laughs> and then like the whole front line was made up of different MCU actors and directors. Um, and then whenever uh, Cap called Mjolnir back, and like he catches it. It's so hard to tell, but there's text over Mjolnir that reads $1.109 billion far from home box office. jeez. <laughs> oh, it was so oh, funny. I'll send it to you at some point, Spencer. Don't let me forget. But okay. I've been I have not been able to stop watching that and it keeps cropping up. High Top Films even retweeted it. He was like, he's like, I'm not gonna lie, this is fucking funny. Like <laughs> he was a good sport about it. Um But yeah, I I am so curious as to what you do for a movie. Like that's what I keep thinking about. That's what I keep coming back to. Is how do you do how what what movie can you make? And like beyond just like blind MCU fandom, how do you make a movie keeping this Peter Parker, this director presumably the rest of the supporting cast and do a movie just pretending that the fucking cliffhanger <laughs> that far from home like, ends on never happened how do you do yeah. that how do you do it you a, can't bounce back from that you can't no. you can't just pretend mysterio doing peter parker's real identity is peter parker spider-man's identity is real identity is peter parker yeah um that's what the YouTube poop's gonna be, but I don't. How how do you how do you fix that? How do you do that? How do you undo that? And then Feige and everybody else in the MCU has the has the daunting task of not including Spider of not not only not including Spider Man, but trying to find a way to address it without addressing it because legally they fucking can't. Legally, they cannot say the names Peter Parker, May Parker, Spider-Man, Web Shooter, Spider-Sense, you know, Vulture, fucking Mysterio, Sinister Sin. They can't say – they can't use the vernacular of Spider-Man now. So they have to find a way to just pretend that Tony Stark's surrogate son never fucking existed, that yeah. he wasn't – that he wasn't at the epicenter – of multiple international crises. What convinces Tony to figure out time travel in Endgame if Peter Parker never existed? Think about that for a sec. Like, I don't know how they. I don't know how they. I don't know how they fix that. Like the end. Like Sony has like the logistical issue of like maybe they just do a movie and just do it out of continuity and it's fucking Spider-Man versus Venom and it's a punt and it's a mediocre punch-up fest where Tom Holland 
like Andrew Garfield before him and Tobey Maguire before him with Tasm 2 and Spider-Man 3 respectively Tasm do their damnedest to fuck to try to make up for a shit script by turning on <laughs> by turning in a great performance which both of them did Andrew did his best with Tasm 2 and the fucking underground train that had the fucking lab that had a 20 what like a 2015 fucking computer in it miraculously even though the ever all the the plane crashed in the 90s fucking explain that and you know take on this with fucking toby like doing his best i don't know what you do here i don't like like sony has its own issue of maybe we get a shit movie the mcu has a whole lot of cleanup to do here and assuming again assuming this doesn't get resolved yeah right and i can't they did say talks have stalled, which someone how did neither of them budge? How did how did Disney not have a backup deal ready for when fifty fifty obviously wasn't gonna work? Sony stupid, Disney's greedy. Like <laughs> Yeah, I get True. that. I get On that. On both counts. So like, that that's the issue. So here. let's raise the question. What's the time frame for Disney <laughs> buying Sony? Like what do we give it? Sony stock yeah. tanked yesterday. And that's not that's not Ten, even a joke. Yesterday, yeah. Sony stock plummeted when this news broke. Because I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm not saying like the James Bond franchise is dead, but like Bond, Daniel Craig is out, so unless they find somebody else. Yeah, like yeah, the the new movie they announced yesterday, I can't even remember the name, like No Day to Die or whatever the name of the new one is. Oh, I didn't even see it. They announced the name of Bond 25 yesterday. Like you know, people love the Bond movies, and yeah, they they have to get a new Bond after this because Craig is out. But we've known Craig is out for a while. That's yeah, we knew this is his last movie. But like, James Bond doesn't make fucking Avengers money. Like Skyfall, yeah, yeah Skyfall made one point one billion. But Far that's from like home, the only movie in that. memorable past. Yeah, that it broke a billion, right? Exactly. Like I don't like I, when when what what was Sony's highest grossing movie before Skyfall? I I can't I mean, even think of it off the top. My probably Spider Man Three. I think it was Spider Man Three. Yeah, it was probably Spider Man Three, which did good money for the time. That that's a pre MCU movie, but Far From Home beat Skyfall. That was Jumanji. Jumanji. We got. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home at number one, Skyfall, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, and then Spider-Man 3. Okay. So, <laughs> the first movie, so Spider- well, Spider-Man 3 came out 2008. 2008, it took them about nearly 10 years to beat that out with a movie that starred The Rock and Kevin Hart. And Jack Black. So you needed to like pump a, a fuck ton of star power into a family comedy. To be fair, it was good. Yeah, uh, it was it was hilarious. And I love the little Easter egg they had about Robin Williams' character. Um, yeah, and then there's nothing against that movie. But you had to churn a whole lot of star power into that movie to make it sell. And then these subsequent movies here. I don't. 
I don't know. I don't know what the fuck you do here, especially for the MCU. Like, I don't understand. I, I there's there's so many open ended questions here. Like, I really don't want them to just pretend it never happened because, you know, they've done that with other stuff and just, you know, left the threads alone and never came back to it. You know, Agent 13 just kind of went poof and no one ever addressed that. Which yeah, quick, Cap, kiss your niece. Yeah. 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 I can, yeah. Incest. Um, I mean, granted, she's going to show up in Falcon and Winter Soldier, but like they're not addressing it on the silver screen. You know, there's all the weird hints about the Ten Rings and the Mandarin, and now we're getting that in a different movie, but how many years did that take for that to get addressed? The MCU has left threads somewhat open before, but I don't know how you recover from this, specifically. Without addressing it. I think this is why there wasn't a Spider-Man planned for phase, like definitely phase four, but maybe even phase five. Like probably, they, I mean, they I well, mean, yeah, they they couldn't announce anything without knowing the plan, the, the deal coming through, yeah. or else Sony yeah. would smack them with a lawsuit. Well, they said that Iger and Sony have been at each other's throats for like months, trying to yeah. figure this deal out. So that checks out with them not being able to announce anything at the time of San Diego Comic Con, which. You know, and for what it's worth, with the exception of Thor, Love and Thunder, there was not a single pre-established character on that or Black Widow. But that was already in pre-production. That's already in production. There was not a single pre-established MCU character in that slate. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Okay. Doctor Strange. Yeah. But it's like the movies go. I forgot about Panther. Black Panther wasn't in Phase yeah. 4. It wasn't announced? No, no there wasn't. A, no. That's the thing. Oh, is I that think we I know, jumped that. Never mind. We know that there's going to be sequels to Black Panther, Guardians. Captain Marvel, Guardians 3, um, you know, all the people who are still alive. And I'm sure Thor, and we're probably Ant-Man 3 at some point. But they weren't in Phase 4. Because Phase 4 is clearly geared towards... The weird shit. The, yeah, Phase 4 is the weird phase, and I fucking love it. So, when you look at the rest of it, I'm like, okay, there's no Captain Marvel, there's no Guardians, there's no Ant-Man, there's no this, there's no that, there's no Black Panther. Okay, that makes sense. Phase 5? You need to start. And again, they didn't get into Phase 5. Talked about Blade, which is it. Phase 5 is probably going to have your Captain Marvel 2, Black Panther 2, Ant-Man 3s, Guardians 3s. Your X-Men and Fantastic Four introductions. Yeah. Which, those are even packed. But, like, the Fantastic Four, you have fucking Spider-Man show up in that. Because he's historically a close friend of the four. Yep. There's so much here that, like, there's so many movies here, but, like, with every movie that comes out, you're going to have the, okay, but what about Spider-Man? Okay, but what about Spider-Man? How do you address Spider-Man? What about Spider-Man? This is such a clusterfuck. I don't know how you come back from this. I, I don't know how you fix this. Unless, like, I don't know. Like, there's, there, I, like it, you said, just dropping it. Like, that's pretending similar, it never happened. Yeah. Some kind of similar to, uh, the Incredible Hulk stuff. Yeah. Right? Like, the only remnants of that film, besides the fact that Hulk exists in this universe, is Thunderbolt Ross. Exactly. And they won't do Red Hulk because 
It's probably something yeah. with Universal that they can't do. Is that something with Universal or just like they don't want to do it in a not Hulk movie and they can't do a Hulk movie, so they're not going to do it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think they've... I think Emil Blonsky got name-dropped somewhere. Like, I think on, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or something oh. like that, somebody name-dropped, like, something, something where Blonsky's being held. But... Beyond that, that's fucking it. Or that and, um... Uh... Like, passing jokes. Like, the whole, you know, oh, the last time I was in New York, I wrecked Harlem line and oh, shit like oh, that. Oh, yeah, Luke Cage talks about it a lot. Yeah, Luke Cage fights about it, but, like, fucks up Netflix, you know? I, yeah. I don't know. Spencer, how do you think they fix this? Like, what, what, what's your idea? Can you, can you help Sony or Disney here in any way, do you think? Um, Jared, you said it best. Like the reason why, sorry, the reason why this fell through is because Disney is greedy and Sony is stupid. And unless Disney can settle for us just a little bit more modest of a deal, like better than 5% first month, like absolutely better than that. But 50, 50 is ambitious to say the least. And unless Sony's stock prices drop to the point where Marvel can buy them out in the next year, then Disney's just going to have to sit tight and and cut their losses um, by keeping Spider-Man in the MCU and just settle like like Travis said, you know, settle for a thirty seventy or a twenty five seventy five. Like that's better than five percent, I think. You know, yeah, <laughs> overall well, for sure. And in, in full but, disclosure, uh, Disney also gets merchandising. Which yeah. is big. Which is That's, big. Spider Man is a big yeah. toy seller. Yeah, and so in that sense, you know, they can sell all the far from home toys that they want and still make a good buck. But you know, it's hard to beat a what one point four bill was it? Uh, it's one, hard to beat one a point, box office. Oh yeah, one point one oh nine billion was the current. They might box be up to one point one one now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really it's hard semantics. to beat one point one. Yeah. billion and getting a slice of that pie but disney needs to back off a little bit and sony needs to be flexible and realize um this is the way to stay in business yeah <laughs> like, i think this is your big break you can't let it slip away yeah i think I, the theoretically sony has the easier cleanup here though like i think you can relative like if you're keeping the same lead actor and the same director those films are going to feel, hopefully, like Homecoming and Far From Home in terms of tone and atmosphere. Um, and then you just have to distance yourself and keep it a New York-friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, which is doable. You could even start introducing like your full-on Sinister Six or your Norman Osborn or whatever. And Marvel the, has the hard, the much harder job of we've now invested two films, two team up film, three team up film cameos, and all of these plot threads that connect to this one character, and now we can't do that anymore. But literally, I think, the idea of avenging you brought Iron Man out of retirement, and to his self sacrifice yeah. that ends the fucking movie. And I think Marvel. Again, assuming that a deal isn't reached, I think Marvel will do a much better job cleaning it up because it's Marvel and they don't fuck around. 
and Sony's yeah. <laughs> going to absolutely tank this friend. Like 100%, they will fuck this up any way they can. I don't, True. And what also... And, sorry, Spencer, you say what you were going to say. I was like... Sony, like you said, Travis, Sony will have an easier job, easier job cleaning it up in the story writing sense, but they're still going to suffer from viewership. Absolutely. And so it's like even if they have an easier time, it's still going to be in their best yeah. interest to work something out that is both mutually beneficial and gives Disney, a you know, give them something, throw them a, a bone. It doesn't have to be a 50 percent bone. Just throw them something bigger than five freaking percent. They've just they earned it. Five percent on opening day, like it's not. It's they. They don't get five percent of this one point one oh nine. They get five percent of what was made on um, day one. Yeah, day. that's what I mean. So that's absurd. Nothing. They this deserve deal way been, more. Think about how this deal's been going since Civil War, and presumably that means that Disney only made five percent of opening day of Captain America: Civil War. No, 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 no. That's not true. No, no. Disney can do. The trade-off is is they get five percent opening day of on, Spider-Man on movies. a on a exactly a Spider-Man movie. Conversely, Disney can put Tom Holland slash Spider-Man in whatever the fuck they want. So kind of like the Universal deal with Hulk. Exactly. Okay. Um, only a little bit nicer to Disney than Universal's, but they could. They were able so. They made – I mean Sony might have gotten a little bit off the top for Civil War. But it's fair. Again, we're using your character. Yeah, That's fair. Right. Same thing with Infinity War, Endgame, whatever. However, yeah, I guess it's, a that logic Sony, didn't make sense. it's a Sony release. I redact my statement. Of a Spider-Man flick. Again, like you said earlier, when your trailer – has to address spoilers from the last fucking movie. It like Far From Home was marketed as the follow up to Avengers Endgame, the cleanup to Avengers Endgame. Yeah, how 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 do you not address the fact that you have legs because of Disney and Marvel? It's it's really murky shit. Um, to be fair, they did. They said, yeah. yeah, we have legs now, and now we're going to run off and keep this to ourselves, because fuck you. Well, I, but do they? Do they actually have legs? Like, I wanted, They think they do, I wanted, and that's like, all that matters. You know, Venom did well, but at the box office, but like most of its money was made in China. And, you know, like, I'm not, you know, it's not, you know, like, I, that wasn't like a big China. domestic. Yeah, China. It was, that wasn't a big domestic opening, though. That was, that like, they did not make Avengers money here. They had an overseas whatever, but that's a completely different market right here where you're probably going to make a lot more money on being able to do these big Avengers team ups, which again, Marvel movies make fucking bank overseas as well. What are you doing doing this? Disney's greedy. Sony's stupid. This is a fucking clusterfuck. Um. What is our time looking like? 35 minutes. So this is an extra 35 minutes is going into the middle of all of the arrows. Um, so that's fun. So yeah. Um, any further thoughts? No, I've spilled my guts. Is all it right. bad I kind of want this story to not evolve anymore so we can talk about the boys next week? Yeah. <laughs> like, or we can like, make that like the, we can either... 
Assuming, like a full yeah. on movie, like a TV show review, or we can make it just like an extra long discussion topic, whatever. We'll figure. But we that are out. talking about the boys next week. Oh, absolutely. Okay, it it yeah, like I said, it it depends on what we get out of D twenty three. Um, we'll go from there. I we'll see what happens. Like I said, something like getting out to D twenty three that's going to require definitely talking about, and we'll see how big of an announcement we get, but. Yeah, uh, like I said, this is being recorded at almost 3 o'clock on Wednesday. Uh, the rest of the show is recorded on Monday. So, yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening to this little bit, and we will pitch you back over to your Spencerless uh, previously scheduled programming. Bye, guys.
every time I take a ride, I feel alive with nowhere to go. I'm the king of the road. You're the queen of my throne. Riding high, day and night, satisfied wherever we roam. You're the star of the show. You shimmer like gold. Now, baby, let's ride. We got nothing but time. You get all the reactions. You're the main attraction. It's no surprise. Gotta like your style. You're the perfect destruction. You're the main attraction. Like the track of time, the freedom is mine. Riding the lines, you know how I like it. Yeah, pedal to the metal, I'm your soldier. We can take it for miles and let it unwind. Just how I like it. Yeah. Now, baby. Yeah.